I want to read two short things about our practice. It's from Utejaniya about keep practicing. Unfortunately, most people believe that they do not have enough time to nurture and value the Dhamma. They are so busy making a livelihood. But no need to worry about making time to practice. Simply remind yourself to be aware while you are going about your daily activities. Be patient in recognizing right views, right understanding, as well as the necessary skills. If you practice wholeheartedly and persistently, you will sooner or later experience the benefits. And when we truly understand the benefits of our practice, you will never stop practicing. You will always keep it going wherever you are. When you are really able to apply Dhamma in your life and start seeing the difference it makes, then the qualities of the Dhamma will become obvious. The qualities of the Dhamma will come alive for you. They will become really meaningful for you. Developing awareness is a lifelong journey. A meditation center is just a place for learning, kind of training camp or a mindfulness workshop. But since it's a lifelong journey, there's no need to hurry or worry. It's important that we learn how to practice so that we can effectively apply whatever we have learned in everyday life. We'll be happier and get on more harmoniously with other people when we are clearly aware of whatever you do, why you're doing it, wherever you are. That's really our practice here. And in some ways, I think the best advice I ever heard from him is just the obvious statement that, you know, you'll practice awareness in daily life when you consciously recognize that it is important to you. All the tricks and all the little things we do to help us remember to practice, they're useful. But it's like he says, does it make a difference to you whether you're aware or not? Do you notice the difference? If you don't notice the difference, forget about it. We're not going to practice. If we do, he said, don't hurry or worry or make some big thing that just as we've been doing here, just remembering awareness, whatever is going on, and trust in the wisdom to do its job. But really sometimes the the wisdom that benefits, it's both very ordinary, just ordinary life. And at the same time, there's times it's so, inspiring, so uplifting. So I just want to, the last thing I want to read is from another wandering Tibetan master, Shabkar, an un, untutored, not, not someone who studied, again in the 1700s. This is just a little bit of a poem of his called The Fruit. 
because it makes me, my heart really happy when I read this. So, In the expanse of sky-like evenness, all phenomena, all the appearances and sounds of samsara and nirvana are apparent yet empty. They are empty, yet they appear. Although they appear, phenomena are empty, free of the limiting concept truly existent. Although they are empty by nature, phenomena do appear, free of the limiting concept non-existent. In the vast space of the view that is itself spontaneously free from the two limiting concepts, belief in permanence or belief in nothingness. This joyous song burst forth by itself. Even more vast than the sky is the view emptiness. There the sun of love and the moon of compassion arose. And again and again, I made boundless prayers to benefit all beings. May all disease and epidemics, all famine, and all wars be ended. May all have happiness and joy. Two sides of the same practice. This is where what this simple awareness allows us to recognize from time to time.
May the beneficial qualities arising in our hearts and minds from our practice, wisdom, love, compassion, may these energies be shared with all beings everywhere in all realms of existence and all states of existence. May our practice be a cause and a support for the awakening from suffering and confusion of all beings. May all beings be freed from suffering. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.